to Scarlet and May's season two. I'm Adam. This is Zach. This season, I have to let you know, this episode, I should say, <laughs> is sponsored by Lano Life. So, Zach, I've never, this is a true story, I've never been excited about chicken broth yeah. in my life, except I was walking down the, the aisle at a grocery store and a, a box caught my eye. I looked, I thought, I want to buy this. I loved it so much, I was telling everybody I know, you need to try this bone broth. You told me about it. I reached out to Lano Life and mm -hmm. said, I love your product. I have this show on YouTube. It's a podcast also. Will you please sponsor? Super popular. And they said, yes. They also said, only because of Hassan Haskins. They didn't say that part. But I love Lano Life. Uh, and you should too. They're at Meyer for sure. It might be at other stores. Go check it out. Go check it out. Lano Life. It's real good. Uh, Zach. Yeah. You wanted to talk about the AP poll. So, Prince. in the Big Ten, Ohio State's number two, Michigan's number eight, Michigan State 15, Wisconsin 18. Honestly, for all four of those teams, I think they're ranked right where they should be. I like there's some team there's some teams that aren't in the Big Ten that I don't necessarily agree with. We won't necessarily get into that now. But I I mean Ohio State Clear-cut, they bring back a ton. They're the number two team in the country. Almost every poll has them behind Alabama as the number two team in the country. Um, Michigan, I think I think they'll be significantly worse than last year, although last year was their best season in 15 well, years. And their schedule this year is 25 uh, years. That's what I was going to say. Their schedule's pretty easy, so I think they will finish in the top ten like long-term. Mm -hmm. I think long-term, by the end of the season, they will be close to around the eighth-ranked spot. Michigan State won't finish as high. I think they ended up in the top 10 last year at the end of the season after the bowl win. Um, I don't think they'll, I don't think they might reach the top 10, but lose a couple games. But I think 15 is a good ranking for them, losing Kenneth Walker and a few other key guys. Um, Wisconsin is always solid all around, except for you just can't trust that quarterback. So I think 18 makes sense for them. Yeah, no, I, I mainly agree. I don't think, honestly, so I think that uh, Ohio State and Michigan, here, it's funny how I view things. I'm like, Ohio State and Michigan, that makes sense coming off of last year. Yeah. Uh, and what they have coming back. Right. I don't think Michigan State's going to end the season ranked. I don't think Wisconsin's going to end the season ranked. Yeah, but I, I mean, the preseason poll is mainly based off of last season, unless you're Clemson. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't have any problems with any of it. Clemson still won ten games last year. Mm-hmm. They are in the worst conference of, as far as Power <laughs> Five right. conferences, but arguably, yeah. Well, so not, not after this next year though, because then the two best, pack, two of the best Pac-12 teams are joining the Big Ten. But right. Anyway, which of these four teams—Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, or Wisconsin—will drop the most by the end of the year? When you said MSU and Wisconsin will both be unranked by the end of the season, I think. So um, in that scenario. It would be Michigan State because they would have dropped three more spots. Just, that makes sense. That makes sense. Just around the same page. I do think Michigan State might drop some, but I still think they'll be a ranked team by the end of the season. But I do not think Wisconsin will. If I had to pick one to drop, just just because the quarterback play. Peyton Thorne, Michigan, Ohio State, they all have quarterbacks coming back that played well. And so I think that's the difference there, Wisconsin. 
You know, I don't know. We should have had a hot take segment, but we don't. I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I think, so Peyton Thorne has looked okay. I think that is almost equally on Jaden Reed, but Jaden Reed is back. Jaden Reed, right. I think, bailed him out a lot and made him look better than he is. But Jaden Reed, for some reason, came back. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, whether it was his weapons or not, they've had stellar quarterback play. He played well mm -hmm. with the weapons he had. I don't know about stellar, but they've had Inter quarterback What play. about interstellar? Sorry. What about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, Nebraska was the unluckiest team last year in the Big Ten, maybe the entire country. Best 3-9 uh, team, team of all time. Ever. Is what, that's what people are saying, at least. Mm -hmm. Michigan State was, this is not because I'm a Michigan fan, but because of uh, different, like Nebraska outgained them by over 100 yards, but because of turnover differential, whatever. The, Michigan State was the luckiest team in the Big Ten. Maybe the whole country. The 100 yards thing is deceiving because in the fourth quarter, Michigan State had a punt return for a touchdown, which, which is not counted at all. But yards. That, that's true, and they made the play, and they won the game. Mm -hmm. That said, it was it was like, what in the world are you doing, Nebraska? They went the wrong way on the punt. The ball went the... Well, it was a trick play. They had two guys. They had it's a, still, they had how many times play. does that work? But what, Not many times. It's like Nebraska, what were you thinking? Why would you fumble the ball when you have the game well, in I your mean, hands? I'd say it's a little different. Against Michigan. But yeah, why would when, you... When the forward you... progress will stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've talked about that before. But uh, I'm not saying that Michigan State was bad. Kenneth Walker was really, really good. Almost good enough to be a Heisman finalist. Almost good enough to be considered in the same uh, breath as Aiden Hutchinson, but not. Um, but I think the only reason I'm picking Michigan State instead of Wisconsin is because Wisconsin is in the West and they should have a better record simply because of who they play in the conference. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Michigan State has a harder schedule than Wisconsin. Wisconsin does. Just does, because of the division. Does play, they do play the Buckeyes this year. So does Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which unranked Big Ten team or teams will finish rank. Okay, speaking of Nebraska, I really badly wanted to pick them here, but I just I think the the tough part is it's going to be a uphill battle all season because they were so bad last year. They're they're not getting any votes right now. Maybe they were getting one vote. Was that in the AP poll? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't know. They're, they're not getting a ton of votes right now. They're not getting recognized. They do play Oklahoma, which if they won that, they would be ranked immediately. They won't win that. Uh, but then they play a, a handful of other games that I think like their schedule is not strong enough that they'll and they won't like where their schedule is strong they'll lose those games in my opinion so for for the as far as the uphill battle I don't think they can work their way into being ranked I do think they'll win a lot more games this year than last season but I I think almost have to uh, I agree but what scares me is they play Michigan I think that Nebraska will kind of have a Purdue game or two yeah where they. Pull they, off a big upset. Well, that's what that's what I kept predicting last year. I kept I yeah. kept picking them like every week, and they just kept losing. Maybe I should just pick against them when they play Michigan. Maybe you should. Um, but I ended up going with Penn State and Purdue. I think both of them won a lot of games. I think Penn State will beat Auburn, which I think after that Auburn's not a ranked team, but they're an SEC school, and 
the AP poll in most polls respect the SEC, maybe not as much they as could be Vanderbilt do. and the media would be impressed because it's an SEC. Yes. Yeah. I do think Penn State will go to Auburn and beat Auburn on the road and I think they'll be ranked after that and then they'll they'll, they'll drop a couple games but they'll they'll win enough games to stay ranked by the end of the season. And then I think Purdue. We're next time we're gonna do more of a week by week, more in depth predictions. We do have some predictions, but Michigan State, Penn State, end of the year. Who do you think wins? Depends on who's at home. I'm not sure off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Yeah, I picked. If it's a close game, Michigan State for sure. Because, I mean, obviously they won a lot of close games last year. And James Franklin has a history of blowing close games. So Yeah. Uh, which, oh, yeah, I didn't answer. Purdue. So they have a week out of conference schedule. They have a pretty favorable crossover schedule. More on that later. Yeah. Uh, but I'll just say this for now. Thankfully for Ohio State, they don't play them this year. Yeah. So. Fun, fun fact. I think – oh, i got to remember the fun fact. Delete this if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure uh, Purdue is the only team with a winning record at home in the last, like, since 2000, I think, against Ohio State Yeah. in the Big Ten. Um well, I was gonna say I remembered it was it will be at Penn State this year, so that does mm. factor in a little bit. But I, I might still like the Spartans there just because James Franklin is James Franklin. James Franklin is James Franklin. Yeah. And James Franklin is not a good coach. <laughs> uh, so Ohio State, here's their schedule: at home against Notre Dame, Arkansas State, Toledo, Wisconsin, Rutgers. Then they finally go on the road at Michigan State against Iowa, at Penn State, at Northwestern, against Indiana, at Maryland, hosting Michigan. What is your prediction for their season overall and then their record? They're favored by double digits in all 12 of the games, and I'm with Vegas on this. They will be 12-0, and I don't think any of the games will be close. They, I mean, Penn State likes to play them close, but even if they do play them close, James Franklin's going to blow it. Could be a whiteout Especially, game. Yeah, I, I'm expecting a whiteout game. And, I mean, other than that, they, they're not going to lose at home to any of these chump teams. They're not going to lose to Notre Dame. Um, they play at Michigan State, but look at the last two times they played they Michigan State. They actually could have hung 100 on them. Yeah, it was 20, two years ago, it was 28 nothing at halftime against Michigan State. Last year it was 49 nothing against Michigan State. I think this year it's going to be 70 to nothing at halftime against That'd Michigan State. Not really, but. That would be fun. That would be fun. Uh, so 12-0. So you say 12-0, but which team is most likely to beat Ohio State in the regular season? So I don't think any team is likely to beat Ohio State in the regular season, but the team to keep it, most likely to keep it close, Penn State, like I said. Okay. All right. Uh, I think I predicted for Ohio State 11 and 1. For the team that's most likely to be that one, I think I've got to say the only team that they play this year that beat them last year. Fair enough. Michigan. Uh, again, I'm not necessarily saying I think it will happen, but the most likely, yeah. even if it's a low percentage, which I'm also not saying it is. But <laughs> biggest concern for Ohio State, what do you got? you got to go to the defense, but um, it's really not that big of a concern for me. The defense you, and the linebackers. you big into Jim Knowles. I have. He has said all the right things, and everybody else is saying the right things. The guys on the offense are saying that the defense is way better this year. Um, Ooh, but they lost those receivers. What does that mean for the offense if they're struggling against the defense? They lost those receivers, but then still put up 
how many passing yards against Utah in the Rose Bowl? Oh, Utah. Without those receivers? Utah's a top 10 team. Yeah, they are. All right, continue. Um, anyway, I, I said the defense slashed the linebackers. The linebackers were a huge part of why the defense was bad last year. I do think um, the linebackers will take a step up, and the defense, they might struggle week one against Notre Dame. They might give up some points, but then you've got Arkansas and Toledo, and they'll, they'll, they'll have that scheme figured out by the time they get into Big Ten play. I don't think it'll matter in the Notre Dame game because Ohio State's offense is so good. But um, and we don't know how good of a coach Marcus Freeman is. Yeah, I mean, the only time he's ever coached, he blew what, a 21-point lead as a head coach. Um, that'll be a really fun game, in my opinion. But um, I don't know if Notre Dame fans will agree. But yeah, defensive right. linebackers, but I really don't think it's that big of a concern. I do like Jim Knowles. Him at uh, Oklahoma State, they improved significantly every year under him. Year one, they were outside the top 100. And last year, if I'm not mistaken, they had the fifth-ranked defense in um, – that was with zero four-stars and five-star players. You can check how many Ohio State has on their defense. It's not zero, I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It has to be the defense, right? Um, I know that you're super excited for Knowles. The offense should be fine. Yeah. But the defense wasn't good, and then they have a new coach, a new scheme. So even if Knowles ends up being good, my question is how long will it take? Thankfully for Ohio State, uh, who's the first dangerous offense they play? Dangerous for them, maybe Wisconsin, just because they like it might yeah. be similar to last year's Michigan. If Ohio State is having the same issues, Braylon Allen, but is a, he is a very good running back. But so unless it's that, I mean, the yeah, even if he's good, the question will be how long does it take? Yeah. If he doesn't pan out, then than in the defense anyways. Yeah, honestly, even if he doesn't pan out, I see them being 11-0 and going in the Michigan game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh dang, they should have played Purdue. So, <laughs> Zach, what are you most excited for about Ohio State other than simply football being back? Um, I said, well, there's three guys that were extremely high recruits that were freshmen last year that – Got some playing time, but they didn't really make the impact that they wanted to play. I think they take a step up, and that is Jack Sawyer, JT Lua, Manuel Lua, Mayama, and Tyleek Williams. Being you two, I think all three of them will, by the end of their career, will be absolute freaks. And I think you two, uh, you'll see that right off the bat. And Zach Harrison being back, that defensive line was another reason. that The defensive line wasn't what it had been with Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, Chase Young. It was not what it had been last year with those guys. Um, and I think they'll get back to that with this year with those with those three guys there. Mm. All right, so Michigan plays Colorado State, Hawaii, Yukon, Maryland at Kinnick, which has been a problem for Michigan forever. Mm -hmm. At Indiana, hosting Penn State, Michigan State. At Rutgers, hosting Nebraska and Illinois. And then finally, at Ohio State, I predicted them to go 11 and 1. Wow. What do you got? I think they will go 10 and 2. I think that they're, they're not going to be great. They'll be, still be a good team. Their schedule is so easy. They'll, they'll, I really slim chance they don't get to 10 wins. But I do think they'll drop a loss before the Ohio State game, and then they will lose to Ohio State. Okay. Um, so since we already know you, the team most likely to beat Michigan in the regular season for you, 
Uh, who do you think the second loss is going to be? Do you, uh, do you have one? I put Iowa. So I, the, the question was which team is most likely to beat Michigan. Yeah. I put other than Ohio State, mm. um, Iowa slash Michigan State. I do think it's funny that even when Michigan State sucked two years ago. Oh, and, Michigan sucked two years ago, too. Yeah, but we didn't know that at the time. That's true. Going into the game. Which we could talk about preseason rankings, but. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, it was Mel Tucker year one. Michigan State was terrible. They, they lost to, no. Did they lose to Rutgers that year? They might have. Michigan? Michigan, no. Michigan, Michigan State. State lost, yeah. Michigan State lost to Rutgers that year. Mm -hmm. They went and beat Michigan at Michigan with, who's their quarterback? I don't even know. Rocky Lombardi. Yeah, Rocky Lombardi. Rocky Lombardi was throwing darts against Michigan because it's Mel Tucker and he doesn't lose to Michigan. Fun fact, I predicted that final score before the game, 27-24, I called it. Great. And everyone thought I was crazy, and then it was the exact final score. Yeah. Uh, most likely team to beat Michigan in the regular season. I only picked them to have one loss. I said Ohio State. Michigan obviously needs to get over the Mel Tucker deep water dog woodshed of mixed metaphors, whatever <laughs> hump. But I think that Michigan does that this year, and I think it's not even going to be close. So if you look over the last like ten years or so, uh, whenever Michigan State has won, it's been pretty close. Whenever, or at least since Harbaugh has been there, yeah. Uh, when Michigan's won, it's been by multiple scores. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, I think the closest one was the defeated with dignity game, and I could be wrong, but when Michigan was up by a lot and State scrapped and scrapped and almost almost made it a game, but didn't. Is that the one when Jabril Peppers yeah, the, brought the two-point conversion two, yeah, back? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's got to be Ohio State. Who, who do you think is going to start a quarterback for Michigan? I think snap one, week one, it'll be Kane. But I think they'll split all season, maybe most of the season, maybe all of the season. And I think if someone, if one player wins out and ends up starting and playing the whole game, they'll be on a very short leash. Yeah. Just because of what Cade's proved and there's a lot of hype behind JJ. So even if JJ does take that starting job, I think yeah, Cade I think, right there. I think Cade and JJ stay in a competition and they're listed as or on the depth chart mm -hmm. deeper into the season, in part because the schedule is hilarious. And yeah. then also Harbaugh loves trying to find every competitive advantage that he can. And so he's going to use them both. Uh, some people I've read think that he'll, he's trying to get JJ ready for the Iowa game, except how has Iowa stayed in games? Turnovers. If J.J. McCarthy is explosive but more prone to turn the ball over, I could see them trying to keep Cade the starter through the Iowa yeah. game and then seeing what's going on yeah, I could see that. Uh, after my, that. But. My thing is, the only time Ohio State's done this where they've had the two quarterbacks they couldn't decide was the year coming off the national championship, so it was best, their best year in a long time. This mm -hmm. was Michigan's best year in a long time. They couldn't decide between J.T. Bear and Cardinal Jones and ended up biting them in the end. You know, I so I don't remember how – or if they split snaps, whatever. I do think that this is a little different because they split snaps last year and were successful. Uh, they've both talked about how they make each other better. It's all about the team. It's about getting wins. It's about getting to the national championship, they've said. Uh, so it's a like it's not Brady Henson. I don't think they're gonna play one for a quarter, then one for a quarter, and then whoever's best in the second half. I think that they'll 
have a package for JJ until JJ's the starter, if he ever becomes a starter. Um, do you think that JJ is Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> uh, no, I think he's JJ McCarthy. Okay, just, just, just making sure. Yeah. Uh, biggest concern for Michigan, it's got to be, for me at least, replacing Hutchinson and Ojabo. Uh, they probably won't just plug and play new defensive ends. They uh, replace their production with, um, especially Hutchinson. But who predicted uh, before the season last year that Ojabo would do what he did? Nobody at all. So I did, think did Ojabo Ojabo do in part what he did last year because Hutchinson was so good? Maybe. He also, I mean, the NFL didn't think so. He tore his ACL and they still took him second round. I think Ojabo was good, and I think he was better. Uh, maybe then you're giving him credit for but he still was a second round pick on an acl i wasn't saying my opinion i was just speculating. okay I was yeah just... i mean maybe but even still uh they i think people are exaggerating the loss a little too much like I, that's not sarcastic i think honestly just a little too much uh because for some reason some people think michigan's d-line will suck even though it's maybe been the most consistent position under harbaugh uh, in his seven years, they've had 11 defensive linemen drafted, uh, a number of them in the top three rounds. But, uh, I have a question. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's been the most consistent position. You said that, defensive line. How does it feel that, like, maybe one one year the defensive line's been better than Ohio State's, and that's been the most consistent position? I don't really care. All right. Let's just... Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we have been we have talked before about how um, Harbaugh wasn't born on third and had to oh. rebuild the program where Ryan Day walked into a pretty cushy yeah. five-star pay-for-player deal. But uh, I don't think Michigan just seamlessly replaces the guy who set the record for sacks in a season for right. Michigan. Right. But I also think the defense is going to look more like Baltimore's defense than it did last year, okay. which is part of the reason why they brought in the guy that they did to run the defense because he was in Baltimore with Mike McDonald. Yeah. So I think they're hoping the production comes from a variety of places more than just their defensive ends this year like last year. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, the other question I have is, so they can't replace a superstar like Aiden Hutchins seamlessly like, like per se like Ohio State did with Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, Chase Young. Who they have last year? Sometimes the, run, the, sometimes the well runs dry. <laughs> I don't think, like, I'm not saying they won't have a star. I'm saying they're not going to ha have someone set the record for sacks in the no. season. My question is, maybe the defense being really good last year was um, more of a credit to that the defensive line was so good. Maybe the, like, the, like the linebackers in secondary weren't as good as they looked because the defense line was so good and getting in there so fast and making so many plays. Uh, That's I mean, the only thing I would be concerned about as far as like if they go from an A plus D line to a B plus D line, maybe that makes the whole defense go from an A to a B minus. Possibly. I do think the corners are going to be better than they were last year. I also think the, they're going to mix where the pressure is coming from. Last year they didn't blitz a whole bunch because mm -hmm. they just had Hutchinson and Ojabo. Yeah, they didn't really need to. They didn't need to, yeah. but they also can now where the yeah. first year – uh, what I had read was that uh, Mike McDonald was slow implementing it in part because he had Hutchinson, but then in part because it takes time to implement the system, which again is why they brought in Minter. Gotcha. Run it. But 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Adam, what are you most excited for <laughs> about Michigan season? Wait, aren't I supposed to answer what? Um, oh yeah, you didn't answer that. Um, I, I mean, I said basically the same thing, but my, uh, the other thing that I think that I'm most concerned for for Michigan would be them losing both of their coordinators. I think that is more significant a loss than people make it out to be. Like, it's not all on the head coach to make the team great. You have to have great coordinators. When teams win the national championship, their coordinators get head coaching jobs for a reason. I will, well, the only pushback, because Mike McDonald, I loved. I was thinking about him if Harbaugh ended up leaving. Yeah. That, that was never gonna happen, but I didn't know that at the time. But I loved Mike McDonald. People thought of him as like, uh, uh, basically a really good, up-and-coming coach that was like a genius, especially with play-calling stuff. Are we still sold that uh, they had a good offensive coordinator? I mean, there. I we, think whether you we talked about it a little bit, but his best season by far was the most Harbaugh offense there. Yeah, well, he doesn't agree with you. Josh Gaddis doesn't well, agree. I know Josh Gaddis doesn't agree with me. He's <laughs> taken to Twitter to defend himself <laughs> against random people, Yeah, which... Whatever, like I, I feel like you should be busier in Miami, but whatever. He doesn't, and he has had fights with a lot of people. You don't have to be busy when you play in the ACC. <laughs> you do when you're taking over Miami. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I'm most excited for the offense because I hope it's way more explosive. Harbaugh said that they're going to pass more, which last year he said, oh, we're going to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. And fans are like, he better be lying. Harbaugh doesn't really lie. He has some, uh, like I said with the quarterbacks, he wants competitive advantage. But that's mainly omission. This time he says, we're going to pass the ball more. We have a lot of good receivers, tight ends, whatever. Uh, they have Donovan Edwards who can catch the ball. Blake Corm is really fast. Like they, He said they're going to pass the ball more. So I hope they pass it more. I hope the running game is a little more explosive. Simply because, like, I love Tassan Haskins. He's gone. Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum are not going to do the same grind it out, smash right. you in the face football. Yeah. So if they're running the ball, hopefully it's more explosive and they, they get some longer runs. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also hoping the culture change was real and not just linked to Aiden Hutchinson. Like, he got him over the hump. He pulled him in for extra lifts and all this stuff. So hopefully it was uh, – a real thing. They're, they're talking about it still, about how they have a great culture and whatever, but we'll see. Yeah, your chair is really squeaky. Yeah. Big Ten Championship prediction. Well, we obviously have the same team from the East because everyone else does. I'm just kidding. I have Ohio Maybe. State in, in, in the Big Ten Championship this year. In the East, who do you have? I'll be real. I want to be confident in Michigan. I do think now that Ohio State is beatable where I didn't most of last season. Like, it's documented yeah. on this show right. that I didn't think it was going to happen. Now I think Michigan specifically could beat Ohio State. I also think it's more likely that Ohio State pulls off the upset and beats Michigan for the first <laughs> time since 2019. Upset, favored by two touchdowns. Bro. Sometimes Vegas is drunk. <laughs> I Sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'd think about... Uh, so, what, I'll get to it. I think about Iowa in the West, except the crossover games are against Michigan and Ohio State, yeah. which is just not fair. It's brutal. It's a brutal draw. Purdue plays at home against Penn State in week one, and then at Indiana in their 
last game. How great would it be if Ohio State is breathing a sigh of relief because they <laughs> don't have to play Purdue, but then have to play them in the Big Ten Championship game? Yeah. That would be great. But for real, I'm going to pick Michigan over Purdue. Wow. I, I went through the West, and I'm like, who the heck do I go with here? And I got to go with, I think this is finally the year the PJ, PJ Fleck does. He has his best year at Minnesota. <laughs> Uh, they got a lot of guys coming back. Hopefully, um, Ibrahim is healthy, and I think Minnesota will make it to the Big Ten Championship, but like, yeah, absolutely smacked by Ohio State. I think if Minnesota is in the Big Ten Championship game, they will get smacked by Indiana. If Indiana's in the <laughs> Big Ten Championship game. I don't know game. about that, but... I just don't think... I think uh, P.J. Fleck is kind of on uh, James Franklin's level. Roll the boat. Well, James Franklin won a Big Ten Championship. Mm-hmm. So why can't P.J. Fleck... When was that? 2016? Oh, oh, I don't know. 2016. Fact checking. Oh, I don't really that was off the top of my head. Big Ten Player of the Year prediction. This was the easiest question on the that you put on here. Hold on, on three. One, two, three. CJ Stroud. Stroud. As long as he stays healthy. Yeah. And by that I mean he only plays in 50 degree weather or warmer. The, the hard part is like CJ Stroud might not be padding the stats because he's only going to be playing half of he can only be playing half of each game. That's true. Although Ryan Day might have something, like he might want to run it up. Well, I mean, the, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't. I doubt it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. C.J. Stroud. Yeah. I mean, it was. It's just easy. When you come back and you have all those weapons out wide receiver, the offensive line is going to be great again. You have Trevion Henderson. You got Mayan Williams. You got Marvin. I, I could also see Jackson Smith and Jigba to be honest. Yeah, I can see. But if, I can see. But all the yards he gets, Stroud also gets. So. True, and I think that I don't know if like Jackson Smith and Jigba had almost sixteen hundred receiving yards last year. I do not think he'll repeat that just because he'll be the number one guy and there'll be a little more, a little more focus on him. And I think Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Ibuka and uh, Julian Fleming and the list goes on and on. Guys will take receiving yards from him a little bit. Because it, it's it's not a three-man show this year like it was last year with Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and JSN. It's it, the depth that we'll use this year is a little bit different than last year. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it'll eat into his yards. Zach, who do you think is going to make the playoff? Who do you think will win the national title? Um, I think, so, so should I just start with four and go down? or I didn't number one? mine. Start with, should I start with one? Sure. Okay, so uh, I think the AP poll got one through three right. It'll be Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia as the one, two, and three seed in that order. And then I think the four seed, a little bit of a shocker. Pretty, a little, a shocker. I think that they, they have one of the best offensive lines and defensive lines in the country this year. I think Baylor, they don't have a tough schedule. I think they will go 13-0 and win the Big 12, and they'll be in the playoff. That's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, I picked Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State. Wow. Two from the Big Ten. I can see that. But Ohio State I think Michigan, so. Georgia takes a big step back. They lost in all-time defense. I'm not saying they're going to be bad, Yeah. but they lost in insane defense. Um, and I love USC's schedule, and I like Ooh. Lincoln Riley. I picked USC. I, also, I picked Bama to win. They don't. They don't. I don't. I don't trust USC's offensive line yet. Lincoln Riley's gonna have to recruit 
a year or two before I think they get over that edge. The but only then, thing but then is, they go to the Big Ten, and I think it's even tougher. The only thing is for USC this year, what great defense do they play? Utah. Okay. Utah will beat them. Okay. Uh, that's Utah's a team that has shown up on a lot of people's playoff predictions. I've seen is is the Utes. Yeah, not a believer in Utah. Uh, I'm not either, to be honest. But we're gonna switch to basketball. Oh, I didn't say my national champion. Oh yeah, who's your national? champion? My national champion is Ohio State over Bama. Who's your national champion? Alabama. There you go. Gosh dang it! Dang. I just want Nick Saban to retire. Yeah. And then they can hire Rich Rodriguez like they should have done. <laughs> in the 2000s. Uh, we're going to switch to basketball. In oh. a couple weeks, we'll be back to preview the upcoming games back on our normal schedule of yeah. every single week. What were you going to say? I wanted to ask the basketball question. Feel free. Okay. So reports say that Brownie James is being recruited by five teams, including both the Buckeyes and the Wolverines. This is a question for you specifically. Mm -hmm. I guess I can answer it too. Do you think it helps or hurts Michigan's chances that they have the worst recruiting class in the Big Ten currently? Yeah, if there's one single thing in my life that I have zero worries about, it's Michigan basketball recruiting. Yeah. Um, I did actually read, though, that Michigan is not actually pursuing yeah. Bronny James. I also, if there's one sport that I feel fine about recruiting-wise, it's Michigan did you see the poster he had? Was that last night? I think. Yeah, I did. That was pretty it awesome. Was good. Did you see what Skip Bayless said? No. He said that your dad would have dunked it with, your, with his right hand or left hand or whatever the opposite hand was. So he's criticizing the child, but yeah, I'm watching to dunk with. That's your fault for listening to Skip Bayless. What? It's I didn't. Even, I don't even follow him on Twitter. People just were roasting him for even saying the comment. But yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair. If you could choose any three current college football coaches for your zombie apocalypse team, which three would you choose, Zach? If we took off the current, the word current from this question, I would immediately pick Woody Hayes, but he's not. He's dead. Yeah, he's also, yeah. He'd be one of the zombies. Okay, but if, if we could pick dead or alive. You could go back in, time yeah, back in time to grab a guy to bring him back. Yeah, into the zombie apocalypse. He'd punch throats. Yeah, he'd punch throats. <laughs> And he wouldn't get bit because he's punched him in the throat. Um, no, my my first choice uh, choice is Mario Cristobal. He knows a lot of martial arts. He's basically a badass, and he has won two national championships. I think that's he's a winner, and I think that's great to have on the team. Um, my second pick is Sam Pittman, solely because I know for a fact I'm faster than him. <laughs> If we end up being chased down, I do not want to be the slowest guy in the crew. My uh, third pick is Mike Leach, simply because you need someone with a little crazy in them. He might have a little bit more than a Upoko Loco in him um, to make the hard decisions, to, to make those decisions and execute those decisions that might be tough. What's great is I think that if Mike Leach was asked this question, he would answer it. Yeah, I do think that's And too. I, if you're out there and you have any connection at all to Mike Leach, yeah. please ask him which three current head football coaches in college he would choose for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, and we will tweet this at you as well, Michael. Uh, I picked PJ Fleck. I don't think he's a great coach, but okay. he does have a lot of energy. Yeah. Seems like a guy who works out a lot. I yeah. don't know. Uh, speaking of works out a lot, Brent Venables seems like he has just enough twingy craziness. I don't know. He feels like a bomb about to explode. Yeah, this, He'd be great. Yeah. And then 
similar to your Sam Pittman, I got Brett Bielema. <laughs> Not just because I know for a fact that I'm faster than him, but also because I think he'd have some fight in him until he went down. Yeah, I agree, Sam. I think that's Sam Pittman more yeah. that too, yeah. So uh, those are my three, Brett Bielema, PJ Fleck, and Brent Venables. I picked two Big Ten coaches, I picked zero. So it shows how loyal I am. Yeah, you didn't pick Ryan Day. You didn't pick Jim Harbaugh. I did pick Jim Harbaugh, and then I took him off. Yeah. Uh, only I picked PJ Fleck over him, just because Harbaugh's getting a little older. He just had like hip or knee surgery or he something. Eats his boogers. You don't want somebody on your team that eats their boogers. He's resourceful. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I do want that. Uh, hey, if or you're just saying you could eat their boogers because they want to be. Yeah, because I. Eat that boogers. makes sense. Uh, well. That's it for now. Yeah. We will see you in two weeks as we get ready for every week being yeah. back. Can't believe college football is almost finally here. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, all that. Be sure next time you're at the grocery store, look for Lano Life chicken broth or beef broth. They have a bunch of different flavors, a bunch of different kinds, uh, including keto, which is the one that I drink. The keto chicken broth is just incredible. Uh, be sure to check them out, follow them on social media and all that stuff. But until next time, go blue. Go Buckeyes.